seem to have a connection with James G. Ryan. And you know, is that correct that they, at least Carolyn Wren for sure does, but the well, other Carolyn Wren has a connection okay. because if you look at her pack, uh, he is one of the, um, he, he's, he's connected to American, the American Exceptionalism Institute, which is mm -hmm. this dark money op, which gave her a lot of money. Mm -hmm. gave her pack a lot of money. And, um, and, and yeah. there's something called the Ryan the Ryan group also, I think he's connected to. So he's all over her, um, her donors. And, um, yeah. And also, and also here, you know, so he gives money to Carolyn Wren's uh, Security Through Strength Pack. Security Through Strength Pack also has a, has a real alliance or allegiance to Lindsey Graham, who she used to work for. So anytime Lindsay gets into any trouble, they're out there uh, advertising for him and backing him up. Um, and he's been in trouble a lot, obviously, obviously in the last couple of years. So uh, it's interesting how the money from Ohio goes to support uh, the senator, um, you know, from South Carolina. But that's just the way I guess politics works uh, these days. And LB, you've been looking into James Ryan. He's a bit of a rainmaker in, in Ohio. He certainly knows everybody that's and right. makes a lot of people rich. Okay, so he's a Columbus, Ohio uh, attorney, and he's with a he has a firm, uh, but he he has this guy <laughs> generates just a shit ton of LLCs, just tons of LLCs, um, and some are marked with GC, which here's some I of them. might mean yeah, some of them might mean general counsel. Okay, so here we go. This is going all the way back now to two thousand and one, and let's look at what we have. Go down a little bit or up. There we go. Here we go. Go up a little bit more. Other way. Other way. Other way. There we go. It's down. No, no, okay. that was it. Oh, good lord. Okay. <laughs> there, you want to stop there. there. You want to see these guys? Right, All right, right there. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right, here we go. Now, notice there's a GC after all of these uh, companies, but you're going to recognize the name. And we have another very big Columbus, Ohio resident that owns these actual companies. Oh, yeah. Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works, Express, Victoria's Secret, Learners, Victoria's Secret. Okay, so these are, owns those. these are Leslie Wexner, but we're not saying that Leslie Wexner owns these LLCs. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell this guy's doing. I think what he, he with the GC designation there, I, I think that means general counsel. I'm going to have to call him and ask him, what yeah. does GC mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. I couldn't. I have a lot more digging to do on all this, you guys. I'm sorry. It just takes a really long time to go through the money. And, and Zev and I even had a conversation today of like, do we show it before we know all the ins and outs? Um, because we don't want to just go, and here it is, and have you draw conclusions. So, but I think this is fun. This is put together by Crew. Mm -hmm. And so you can find, a Crew wrote a great article on Ryan, and there's a link to this in there. So anybody who's into research and wants to help me, <laughs> you mm -hmm. can help me. Go in there and find all that. But you'll see here we keep going. A yeah, lot of like names. And closer to 2016. And there's a lot of new yeah. LLCs that we were launched. 20 to, years here. Yeah. Look at this guy's LLC. The campaign. 
And so it's yeah. it's interesting because the way um, Cruz sort of frames it is that he sets up these LLCs to funnel illegal money into different campaigns. Um, and that's why they've taken it on. Um, yeah. I mean, that's still to be proven, I'm sure. But it's, uh, it's an right. interesting allegation against this man. Uh, and considering his connections to a lot of people in Ohio, it, you know, it certainly would raise at least the question of how much uh, illegal money is floating around in, uh, in the GOP right. funding these campaigns. That's right. And there are some names in here that are similar, if not identical to the names in the offshore leaks database, but I can't connect him back to this specifically. But I'm always a little, you know, my eyebrows go up when <laughs> made up names are exactly the same as made up names in the offshore database. Yeah. It could just be a real coincidence. They are in the cluster of LLCs that are connected to the great big uh, Russian it, mobster. Here's an I interesting down, so. name we would recognize as well. is Tower Investments and Associates. Yeah. Not sure which one that is, but active from 2016. Don't know. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, is that Don't connected know. to the Hoffenberg Epstein that's operation? Who knows? Uh, but I'll find but out. It, it, Epstein, but that was I mean, gone by 2016. Well, it was gone, but actually the, the remnants no, of the company were not. I it was gone. There was still that right. leftover bits and pieces that we're putting to. But we don't know. So it'll be interesting yeah. if the Riff Ryan is, is look. He could have just know. registered these these LLCs that had nothing else to do with these companies. But that's not the way Crew sees it. I think they that's see it right. as a much more active operation here. Um, Clear Foresight also seems to strike a bell with yeah. me. Uh, these get really weird. These look like very much like uh, Liberty for All. These look like uh, Trump style uh, support organizations as well. Those look like PACs. Yeah. 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 Some yeah. interesting stuff there. Uh, yeah, if, if yeah. viewers who are, you know, researched and developed us in the past of, on a lot of these things, it would be really <laughs> useful. Because you've got lots of, pay, lots of names here and we don't have enough hours. Um, it would be interesting to see what you guys can find. Because <laughs> Because he's an he's an interesting character. There's no doubt about it that he is going to um, security security strength. Isn't that isn't that her company? That's her company. Security uh, her through strength. Through yeah, strength. and you can see well, you can see American Exceptional Institute down there. You just passed it. Okay. That's one of his. That's one of his things. Right. And and that is where the money. That's where she got she got a lot of money. That pack got a lot of money from the American Exceptionalism Institute. Mm. That was the top donor. Here's Graham so, Graham Capital Investments. I don't know who Graham is. Could be Lindsay. Go, if you go back up. Yeah, sorry. So, you guys, going, all yeah. this stuff has to be, we don't want to be InfoWarsy, right? <laughs> like, with, I sort of say, say we're making, we're making suggestions here. This was put together by a crew who's investigating this money and where it goes, and you can certainly take a look at it. I think, I think what also it looks to me, because I do study a lot of money laundering and a lot of layering, it doesn't look like he's layering or laundering or no. doing tax shelters. It looks to me like these are his clients and he names an LLC after each client like a project. Like this is, okay, this is my client. So they might be just paying him into an LLC instead of paying his firm. It's, it could also be dark money. It's sort of the, it's, it's dark money. It's about dark skirting money. the FEC rules by, you know, it's setting up an LLC to create, a, you know, a legal framework to, to submit or, or support a campaign. So I think it's somewhere around there is a possibility too. But we really need to find out. I think there's a, there's a big story to be told here, especially if this is what, you know, ultimately funded the, the Pearl Revolution or whatever we want to call it of, of, of uh, 2021. Um, where shall we go to next? Um, I have a, well, well, let's talk a little bit more about the top 10 then 
um, people who supported Donald Trump. This is the name and shame thing. So I didn't know that Nina had this vengeful thing in her personality, but she does. She likes to name and shame companies that do bad things. Um, and here are the name and shame top 10. I'll put them up uh, one at a time here. We'll start at the uh, number five to 10, and then we'll work our way to number um, one to five. But this is the top 10 people who supported Donald Trump, individual donors who supported Donald Trump in, uh, in I think it's the last year, right? If I'm not mistaken, Nina? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So same, some, some of the same names, Cherna Moskovitz is not, uh, is not on the previous list, but there she is from the Hawaiian Gardens Casino. Again, or casino money. Warren Stevens of Stevens Inc. I don't even know what that is. Does, do you know? Nope. Diane Why Hendricks yeah, of ABC Supply, $2 million. Number seven is, is the Uline um, couple, Elizabeth Uline back in there with another $2 million. And then at number six is Stephen Schwartzman with $3 million from the Blackstone Group. So not only is he supporting all the individual GOP candidates who back the lie, he's also backing uh, Donald Trump with uh, $3 million there in, in, in the final year of his presidency. And then the top five looks like this, Patricia Duggan. And stop me if you want to say anything about any of these people, uh, Nina or LB. She's a philanthropist and entrepreneur. Um, again, I'm not sure who she is. But number four, we are sure who, who Linda McMahon is. She's uh, mm-hmm. American First Action, the PAC that we mentioned earlier on is Linda McMahon's PAC, but she also is WWE. Um, mm. And then, uh, and she, wasn't she a minister of something, a secretary of something? Yeah, then he, he put her in the cabinets. Yeah, he did, yeah. So yeah, it's a complete revolving door. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Palmer, G.H. Palmer yeah, Associates, $6 million. Kelsey Warren, energy transfers. Again, God, I don't know who these guys are. Uh, and Timothy Mellon, who we know from Pan Am. Yeah. Pan Am Systems with $10 million. So there, these are not like, there, there are a lot of everyday companies who support the GOP and, and Donald Trump, but there's also a lot of these sort of somewhat obscure people uh, who show up as, as, uh, as being very wealthy, but obviously supporting Donald Trump, which is kind of interesting that... I mean, just imagine, right. imagine having that kind of a fortune, you know, the Mellon fortune. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've seen it, you know, I mean, he was the fine, he, the Mellons were, were financing, um, uh, you know, the anti-Clinton operation and they're behind judicial watch. Mellon Scaife is behind that, that judicial watch operation, which has, which harangued and harassed the Democrats forever and is now, um, just, you know, they, they, they ran the Benghazi thing to the ground and now they're running the Comey thing out. You know, they're just not, it's nonstop foying and harassing the DOJ on the Russia stuff. Um, that's all Mellon money. And you just try to think about it for a second. Like the, these people have, in, they have inherited, this is inherited wealth. This is a not, they didn't work for it. Mm-hmm. They've inherited all this money. They never would have, they never have to work never have to work they have you know family offices that are just you know investing their money and um and this is what they choose to do with it you know let me just give 10 million dollars to this this fascist oaf uh and the reasoning is that they just don't want anybody to touch their river of money i mean there's this terrific little book that i've just been given I'd love to, um, I can't find anybody who will let me review it. It's, it's called The Wealth Hoarders by Chuck Collins. Chuck Collins is, an, is a, uh, uh, the heir, an heir to the Oscar Mayer fortune. So meat pack, a meat fortune. Mm-hmm. 
and he's he turned he spurned his fortune and he's got some operation down in washington uh where he's just been he's a bernie bro he's just basically been fighting against fighting for taxing taxing the rich and but he's got this terrific little book out called the wealth hoarders and it's it's just about how these families um employ people like jeffrey epstein uh to to just man, make sure that their capital doesn't get invaded. You know, they're all about just invading. And he calls them. He calls these people. There are legions of them. They call. He calls them the wealth defense industry, and it is. It's the wealth oh. defense. The wealth defense industry. Great term. Is is all these lawyers? It's that that guy Ryan probably. You know, Ryan, who we've just been talking about. It's Epstein. It's. Um, you know, nameless, you know, nameless people at Jones Day. And, you know, it, it, there's a giant parasitic industry that just lives off these giant fortunes. Mm. And, and, there a, they're a, never, and they're never going to change. You know, it's sort of like it's sort of like Big Pharma or something. Like they're like they're never going to change because why would they why would they alter what they're, you know, they can't change because this is their whole all of their careers are based on this. This is just protecting these fortunes, the wealth defense industry. Yeah. I just, and that's, and, and so these are, these are people who, you know, Schwartzman and Mellon, and why are they giving money to Trump? And why are they giving money to the Republicans? Because those guys are part of the wealth defense industry. That's what they're doing. They're doing, they're doing their bidding in Washington to make sure that they get, you know, not have to pay any taxes so they don't ever have to invade capital and they can just keep investing their money and investing their money and living off it and buying yachts and, you know, being dragged kicking and screaming to donate money to the New York Public Library. And the terrible thing is a lot of these people are from, I mean, just a little plug for my city because New York City is really, really hurting right now. Like people do, and LA too, you just do not, we have not fully absorbed what COVID has done to these cities. Yeah. It is a mess. And I was on Park Avenue the other day and my friend who lives there said on March 11th, you could look down the street, Upper East Side. You could look down the street and up the street, and all night long, all the buildings were dark, and they've been dark ever since. They just left, and they they left. These are people who made billions in New York City, yep. and somebody is going to have to step up and have the courage to say to them, "You need to put some money back in here because this place is going down. Mm. It's it's in." bad bad shape right now i mean mm. it, you can't imagine i mean just walking around the streets it's bad shape and uh it's going to take you know it's going to take a lot and the government can't can't print all that money you know these people no. who've made all that money are going to have to come back and put some of it in to the place that enriched them so where have they gone I, where have they gone i don't know they're on their yachts. They're in their vacation homes. They're in their second, third, fourth, fifth home, staying away it from the city. Can't benefit them that New York yeah. is going down. I mean, it seems to be amazing that you've got these um, these titans of industry and these care. wealthy people. I don't think they giving care. up on their wealth in New York and just moving care. away. They don't care. It doesn't matter to them. No, no, no. I mean, they're not selling those Park Avenue apartments. Yeah, right. That's that's not gonna. They're not. But I mean, you know, the hotels in New York are ninety. Mm. Have been ninety. Their occupancy has been down ninety percent for. Uh, what 11 months yeah and those hotel owners those are giant buildings with mm. employees with, that employed you know service workers they have 
they're throwing in the towel. I was mm -hmm. listening to, to uh, an interview with a mayoral candidate talking about their, the, the, the hotel owners of these giant hotels in New York City are just like, you know, the city may have to come in and say, here, we'll take it for a dollar off your hands or something and put homeless people in it. I mean, that's... That's what's going on. Well, you've got office buildings empty as well. You know, there's not a lot of people going to offices. Nobody's talking, nobody's talking about reopening Broadway. Yeah. It hasn't even become a topic of discussion, right. as far as I know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not involved in that uh, industry. I don't think it has. I don't think not, it has come it's up with not conversation being, yet. So, so you know, th again, I mean, these people who have amassed giant fortunes and are putting their money, their millions, behind this movement, this fascist movement, this oaf, who they wouldn't have sit, wouldn't sit down and have dinner with, probably. Right. Instead of putting their money towards the city that enriched them, or this country that's on its knees. Mm. There's it's, no faith, no loyalty. It's obscene. Sorry, mm. I had to. I have to. Uh, I had to no, rant there. No, that's it's, you're absolutely right because that's the thing I don't get. I don't get why. All these wealthy people are doing this to their country. I mean, ultimately, they they made a lot of money and stand to make a lot more money off America. And the only answer I could find is they got a good tax break, you know, in that tax cut. They got a, a one-time wealth transfer and they got you know a trillion dollars back in their pockets. But surely that isn't enough. I mean, surely that's not enough to to just forsake your entire country. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe that's what uh, you know that's what the rich people do. Maybe that's all they care about is the money. I, there's a great quote about. Um, organized crime families <laughs> that applies to uh, to our own oligarchy. Uh, and that is, you know, by the time you get to the third generation, you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, intellect, uh, skill set, morality, <laughs> because, uh, you know, and to say that about organized crime is a big deal because those original guys, they were they were they built an empire. They were scrappy entrepreneurs. Um, uh, you know, they were very Americana and they they put everything back into the communities because they were extorting the community and then putting it back in. And it just that's how they owned more and more and more of it. Um, but their their kids, uh, if they couldn't be doctors or lawyers or something, right, uh, then they were in the, they were in the syndicate and then they just kind of got dumber and more craven. And there's mm -hmm. something that's happened with these, these uh, generational wealth families. And I, I unfortunately <laughs> can talk about that personally. Um, you know, I had a front row seat to a lot of it and, you know, some of my family, uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and share this. Like, so, uh, you know, I, I've talked to you about my husband's family before in terms of them having a, a quite an extraordinary amount of wealth. And the daughter of the patriarch who's passed on now, uh, I had, a, she was always very, uh, was always difficult person uh, for me to connect with, but, and no one believed it, right? I was like, I, I think she's, uh, it was like, oh no, she was this, you know, got it. She's a proud boy. I just found out. She's wow. fully, she is, she's all in. She is all in. So it appealed to her corrupt mm. nature. It appealed to her, um, she's got grievances around her nepotism because she didn't have to earn anything. She right. didn't. 
Right. And and so that creates its own weirdness in there where there's a lot of looking down on other people. There's a lot of otherizing. Um, she certainly otherized me to the nights, right? And so now she's just turned all that on too, right? Whoever, I don't know, imaginary Antifa? I don't, I don't know, but she's, she's gone. She went full into the propaganda machine. And this is someone with uh, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and did not inherit the, the massive fortune of the family, which was left most of it to um, institutes. And so, uh, but still, still very wealthy, never had to work, never, nothing. Um, and she's willing to just align herself with a group like that. God knows how much money she's pouring into it. I don't know. You know, it seems to me that they have all sort of, they've now accepted the lie. Is either truth or they're willing to just admit that they're lying, but they still want at the, their core, I think they still are moving towards a secession. I, I still think we're going to see states trying to break away, and uh, and okay. it just seems like that's what they're. I mean, there's what you know, you've got a movement now. They're going to be moving to somewhere, to something. And there was a great piece of tape that uh, uh, one of our guests last week played for us, uh, where she was covering uh, the uh, the events at. Uh, at, on the sixth, and she had a tape. With, and when one of the people on the megaphone said, "What's coming next?" and one of the people in the crowd said, "Secession," and I really do think that that's sort of where they're heading. I think that there's going to be an attempt to break up the United States, and all these powerful, wealthy people spending so much money uh, on move on a movement to break up the United States of America with everything that that will constitute. I mean, you know, what does that even look like? What does it look like when you're paying tariffs well, to cross goods across states and you are got separate foreign policies or separate defense policies? I mean, it's sort of like, it's, you know, people don't think it through, but it's like it's, it's a giant mess to try and make happen. And yet here they well, are me, contemplating yeah, I'm sorry, keep going. Go, go ahead. There, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think, and I'm not trying to point everything always to foreign interfere, uh, mm. influence, right, and interference, but I could speak also, a <laughs> family member, had a had a co-production company with China out of nowhere. So um, there's a thinking, I think, also of this very wealthy set that um, they're not connected to this country that much. If there's uh, if there's more opportunity for them in, in in China in those markets or to do something, you know, they're very there's not a loyalty here to the United States. So. Um, I think we've just really changed a lot since since the you know the the greatest generation um, of Americans who were willing to fight for for a future for a way of life. Um, we don't we don't have that. Yeah, but you just don't get to be the world superpower if you're broken up in two. You know, I mean, at the very least, people should realize that piece of it. And you know we've seen Brexit. We've seen what that does uh, to to a fairly new union. You take something as old as America and you, you start breaking it up. That's a very complicated thing, especially when you've got some of these southern red states getting a lot of their money uh, subsidized by the by the uh, liberal states on the on, on the on the coast. I mean, how does that even work? They, they're going to give up all that money, or they're going to still demand all that all that compensation? It's I I, I actually don't see that happening, and I I think it's. It, we have to look at this. What Nina's uh, name and shame is amazing, right? Yes. And everyone's like, like Uline, that company. There's an alternative to that company. That's not even the cheapest thing out there for you for your packaging. And so 
there are we can make choices as consumers and mm. and and really choke these people. We don't have to give them our money that we work hard on and we earn. We don't have to. I don't have to spend my money there. I could spend mm. it somewhere else. So that uh, you know that kind of activism, I think. Um, it's, it, you know, it's already sort of the offensive bullshit strike is to call it cancel culture. Okay. Yeah. I'm canceling you. You're, <laughs> you know, you're, you're trying to destroy me. So I'm going to cancel you and put my money somewhere else. Fair but, enough. you know, right. we just sort of have to, yeah. And I also think that there's a whole generation of activists and there are even plenty of people from these wealthy families who see what's going on. They don't like it. They have bigger ideas of what maybe they can invest in and put their money and their resources and their power towards, especially when it comes to uh, green uh, green energy and that kind of, so there's, it's not all doom and gloom. It's not that, it, but these people, we've got to pull them out of the shadows, pull them out of the darkness, show everybody who they are and not let them just let their money be also a privacy blanket for them that is impenetrable. That's not okay. Or a security guard against uh, judicial prosecution, which is the other thing that maybe they need to see a little bit more of. Uh, I think we should end it there, but it's been a great hour. Thank you both for spending time with me tonight. Uh, and, you know, thanks for all the great uh, research and work you've done on developing this hour. Uh, is there anything you want to say to conclude? Anything you want to say at the end here? Uh no, I mean I agree with I agree with LB. I don't think that there's a secession imminent. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I really don't think. I don't know. I don't. I don't believe that that. Uh, but maybe I'm just being a Midwestern Pollyanna. But I I just don't think that anybody's going to go down that road. I think they're just going to keep. They want business as usual. They'll just keep. You know, they'll find they'll find somebody else to put money. So a new Mitch McConnell, and they'll just keep funneling money. And 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 you know the the great the great problem with this system is the money and you know if you go to another country it was norway tell them how the system works they can't believe it because they they go well that's illegal isn't it it's illegal in other countries to do what we do here yeah they're no and i'm not just talking about things. the black money it's illegal to put money in politics over there yeah. and and here it's just it's rampant it's out of control you know these dave bossies and these people just you know they just and again, they're the wingmen for the for the money men. They're part of the wealth defense industry. They've managed to push that through the Supreme Court. That has to be reversed. That Citizens yeah. United thing has to be reversed. It really has that's, to. That's yeah, priority They have to one. go in there. They, they, priority number one is the 9-11 Truth Commission mm. that Pelosi's got going. And then the next thing is they've got to get, give, you know, Elizabeth Warren, I know they're tamping down on that side of the, their party, but they've got to let those people go and look into this and stop it somehow and, yeah. and start, you know, I mean, they can fight the ACA and 40, 50 lawsuits. And how many times did they get it up to the Supreme court? Why haven't we been able to get this up to the Supreme court over and over again? We should be banging on the door. This narrative is funded by viewers like you support our independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. <laughs>